Hey everybody, it is Luke, your GM. Just giving a quick note, Alvaro is unable due to a lot of personal stuff that is going on to make it to the final recording. So we are kind of going to work around things as best as we can. Things did not happen as we planned over the past month, and really at this point we are just hoping the best for Alvaro and his loved ones. Now back to the adventure. day at the same spot where you had made plans to meet where Risk was planning on bringing the outfits that they were going to make for everybody and as usual Shani is just waiting there uh, when you begin to arrive. Who arrives first? I would think Urza would probably be there bright and early as she starts her day off technically before the sun even comes up. I think that Asefe would be there probably pretty shortly. I'm I'm not I don't think that she would sleep really yeah, I don't, the night before. I don't think Arafine's gonna waste much time either. I think they're all gonna be like there's it's too big. Yeah, there's a lot on the line right now. And I think Johnny Hello, everybody. How are all of you doing today? You know, uh, had better times. Ready to go. Ready to do this. Erza kind of smiles softly and uh, she says, I have settled in nicely in my new quarters. Well, we can wait for risk and then figure out what your next moves would be. Has anybody heard from him? Not since they promised to make outfits. But that's not so unusual. I've wouldn't be surprised to see them running in any moment now, dragging clothes behind them. And I think we just cut to five minutes, ten minutes, and then like a half hour has passed without risk showing up. Yeah. Ours is gonna carry a slightly somber expression as she looks to Asefe and Arafine and then back to Tajik. She says, I don't think he is going to show up. He's, yeah, sure, he's been a few minutes late here and there, but he always shows up. And we do it without him. So what do you want to do? You can wait and confront Brnovac at the Jin convention. You could find him now. I do have his address if that is what you would like. I am merely attempting to get you all to a satisfactory conclusion. Perhaps it would be better to talk to them before the convention? I I agree. I think that catching them beforehand is to our advantage. 
walking into the convention seems much more difficult. There's too many variables that come into play. Then I shall take you. And the streets of Ravnica have been changed. Districts have been shifted here and there. Well, many of the problems and sorts of eccentricities still exist. Others have been amplified. Others have been dulled. And you are taken into a area that has more or less become the Jin area. Uh, large houses, because the Jin are naturally large creatures that kind of seem to have warped space around them so that the kind of houses that may have been here initially are kind of bent. But, like, you see a person go into their house and they just kind of bend along with the space in their house, they don't even notice anything necessarily. And at one of these houses are like beautiful blue handmade tiles all on the outside. It's kind of ostentatious while also being artistic. And Shanique just steps aside and gestures at the door for the three of you. Is the door open or is it closed? It is closed. Uh, Urza will knock on the door. The door opens and a rat-like humanoid wearing a uh, like very nicely made suit opens the door and says, Yes, how may I help you all? She's going to kind of gesture for Tzizik to introduce them as he is the one that knows the djinn and everything. The three of them are here to meet with Brunelvac regarding fundamental wishes. And the rat man looks over the three of you and says, Ah, yes, yes, yes. Please come in. Please come in. And steps aside. And as the three of you walk into this house, it is, even though the house is larger and ostentatious, it is a larger on the inside than it seems from the outside. Somehow there is a full garden in here with like several trees blooming with fruit. There is a simultaneously indoor and outdoor uh, swimming pool slash pond where there is a number of people currently enjoying themselves and uh, at the end of the room there is a large man uh, blue skin sitting in a chair who is reading something and the rat man scampers over first and uh, taps him on the knee and he looks and all of a sudden space seems to shift around the room as you are now in a private space. The kind of opulent outdoor uh, area has been removed from here and you were just in this maybe 40 by 40 room with him, the chair. Uh, Chanik is no longer in here and there is a uh, door out that is currently closed. You three are the ones who Chanik made the deal with. That is correct. There was four of us, but now there's three. What might I do for you? The deal is not what we agreed to. This, these results, this world, this isn't what we wished for. I hear you. 
it's not even like within the scope of like a little wiggle room for a wish. It's it's way outside. He snaps and brings up uh, copies of the original cards that all of you had. Are you not being invited to speak at the Simic Symposium? Are you not now living with your angel who has been freed of all debts? Are you not being given money that you can provide to the Celestia? See, that's that's the thing, is I'm not, like, I am not being invited to speak at the symposium because I am not the same person who made that wish. This has remade my entire physical and identity. I am not the person I was. My abilities are not the same. My physicality is not the same. Mm-hmm. Erza kind of looks down towards her feet. She's like, it's not that I'm unhappy with my wish. I got what I wanted, and I, I'm not... Uh, I don't wish to go back to my old life, and I feel that our fourth companion is in the same position, but I don't want to leave my other two friends unhappy as things didn't work out for them. I I don't want y'all, and she kind of gestures towards the djinn, you and your people, to be enslaved that's not at all what we're asking for y'all do deserve y'all's own freedom but it shouldn't be at the cost of my friends as a quick side note i do like how boros uh urza is southern with the y'alls <laughs> yes she is shush <laughs> <laughs> Now, we ain't looking to have a tussle here on account of all of the jins are having their freedom. But if and yins can understand... No, yins is Pittsburgh. Yes. Uh, do you... understand uh, what it can require to reshape a reality. I assume none of you have this experience in your short lives. We've helped shape this one, did we not? In a way, yes, but you were not guiding things. And I feel because we weren't exactly told everything, Kajik wasn't exactly honest with us, and now my friends are paying for it. Chanik's plan had flaws. I would not argue with that, and that partially created the scenario that we were in. But... The shaping of reality is not crafting a blade or creating art in a glass. It is more attempting to bend the tide to your will. You, unless you, unless there is massive amounts of pain that even I do not possess, that even all of these jinn do not possess, we cannot wield that power. The most that we can do is add shapes that will guide the water and parts of it into goals that we have. That is what we did. It is a path of least resistance. And, yes, you are not the same person you were. The path of least resistance is to not make changes at all. 
Would you like all of these changes to be undone? I certainly didn't ask for any of these things to happen to me. Did you not accept the contract? Once again, once again, no, because I am not the person who did that. I am not the Arafine who accepted that contract. I have memories of being that Arafine, but I have been irrevocably changed. At what point does your freedom come at, my, come at the cost of my agency? But if you who signed the contract no longer exist, then what agency would there be? Clearly there wasn't any because it was taken away from me. Is there any way we could make a new contract? Or is there any way we can help Arafine and Asefe? I, I just, I, like I said, I don't know the extent of how the world was changed, but everything seems to still be in order and your people have their freedom, but Again, I can't just sit by and watch my friends suffer. There has to be something we can do to help them. We don't need to change the entire world, per se, but there has to be something we can do to help them. If we made a path back, must all of us walk it? Or... Can those who are happy remain here? Here and there are different states of the same reality. You cannot change only a portion of it in a way to satisfy what was attempted here. The freedom that we sought as Jin, has been something underlying within the history of the plane for thousands of years. The fact that reality was forced to bend so that the five of you, including Chanik, would continue to exist showed immense amounts of control. And it was exhausting. The fact that we could attempt to grant the wishes that your prior selves had was also incredibly complicated and exhausting. And the fact that we did this when the contract itself, part of the ritual, was tampered with was exhausting. There is no way to only change this partially unless you find some greater source of magic. The choices now that you have are live in this world where you may be unhappy or return to the world as it had been. But would that mean your people are enslaved? Yes, of course. I do not believe any of you had concerns about that prior. We didn't know about it. We would have fought the guild pact to be able to get y'all's freedom. If people would have known that an entire race of people were kept secret and enslaved, don't you think people would have stood up and spoke for y'all? Those people's ancestors sought no problem putting those, us in those people's ancestors aren't those people you can't hold us accountable. every person makes their own decisions yes you can't hold us accountable for a decision somebody made huh oh countless years ago like thousands of years ago that's why our people today don't didn't even know that your people were enslaved I think if Tajik would have told us from the get-go what we were fighting for, 
we could have made a lot of changes without even having to change reality. We could have made that reality better. You had this much faith that the structures of power that rely on the forces that we are forced to provide can it's be not about, It's not about how much faith we have. It's about, it's about choice and agency. In, in your pursuit for freedom, which by all means, I believe that you deserve to, to pursue freedom, you have irrevocably changed who we are as people. You have subjected some of us to a kind of bondage of our own because we don't get the choice. You're saying that I'm this person now and that I just have to deal with that and be unhappy because it's, it's tiring to change it back. But you didn't give me a choice. And what we're advocating is a choice for everybody. If we go back to the way things were, we will still fight for your people's freedom. But it will take time. We can't promise you instant results. As you know, it will take a lot of undoing. The four of you cannot live your lives as they are for the freedom and changes for hundreds of my own people. You're 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 pinning that on a false dichotomy here. You're you're saying that it has to be one or the other. Are you not saying that? You're being put in a situation that you did not prepare for. The two of you who are most unhappy with this is... You're asking me to choose between your freedom and my own bodily autonomy. Mm-hmm. And I have seen... I reject that choice. And you are asking me to choose between my own freedom and a world that I had an active hand in shaping versus trusting four strangers, one who would not even show up to this meeting to risk what they had, being able to change an entire world that has had no reason to change for hundreds of years. I think is really struggling with this at this point. Um... And it's just kind of not pacing, but like um, lying at the ground with one of her hooves mm-hmm. as she just goes goes back and forth between the the two scenarios, basically. Yeah, this isn't some McElroy brothers. Oh, there's a great simple option that leaves everybody yeah. happy. And there's no way to compromise. Nope. I, I, I feel like this is a situation where putting a diplomacy role to such a complicated state would be some fucking Bethesda shit. So stepping out of the game for a minute. Mm-hmm. Being faced with a question of bodily autonomy as a trans person playing this game is really difficult. Yeah, no shit, fuck, yeah. Uh, Yeah. Eh, fuck. Yeah, I didn't even think about it in terms of that. Shit. Yeah. Yeah. So if we tell them that we want things to go back to the way it was, I'm I'm not, I don't think that they would so willingly be like, yeah, I'm just going to go back to me and my people being enslaved Uh and hope that we can somehow convince the guild packs to change things, which I mean, let's be honest, it's 
unlikely. Are we yeah. going to have to... Is this a combat scenario? <laughs> like, if there's no... If we can't compromise and they won't help us, what are we supposed to do? Mm-hmm. Well, and that's kind of what led to the core idea of where things would lead to, which is Jenner mentioned like maybe three or four times where they are basically, yeah, the guild pack has bound, I think it's actually like once in a book where the guild pack has bound them to be eternally, uh, eternally provide service off in like the most remote places in the world and they are forgotten. And it's like, no, that's that's not fair. But yeah, no, this is also a uh, hella complicated issue. Yeah, no, I don't think there is something easy. Violence is a solution. Well, if we, obviously, if we can't come to a compromise, if if they say they have enough power to literally revert the entire reality back to the way it was, I don't understand why they won't have the power to at least just adjust what's happened to Acefe and Arafine. It's that that has to be like far less complicated than completely rewriting reality again. If they won't compromise, then we'll have to kill them. And then how do we get back? Well, I'm assuming once <laughs> if we kill them, it will revert back to the way it once was. We don't know that. We don't know that the change isn't like we don't we don't know that it's only them keeping the change in place. Yeah. Like it could be a thing done is just done. So then it would still be easier to revert Arafine and Asefe versus the entire reality if it's set in stone that way. And we're sure this is the genie in power, per se. The jinn, yeah. Yeah, the jinn. Uh, yes, this is the person who is in charge. Can we plead our case to <laughs> the their their council? I mean, they're having a meeting where all of them get together. I find it hard to believe that one is only one is capable of doing such things. Say so that's an option. Um, but at the same time, like the way the way he described the process, it sounded like it took all of them. Like, yeah, that's what I'm. That's what I'm. I fear. Um, If someone wants to roll an Arcana check here to see if they can figure out some of the magic stuff, uh, I am welcome, or I am more than willing to let you all try and figure some things out that way. Yeah, Sefe would like to. Yeah, could I do an insight to see how truthful they are being on their ability, like on what they're saying? Because I just, like I said, I, I just find it hard to believe that. They're saying, oh, it's going to take all this to revert reality back versus just changing something smaller than the entire reality. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, I just don't believe it. Uh, yeah, if you want to read uh, him instead, uh, you can roll insight for that at Cefe. Uh, what are you particularly, like, what is your question that you have for Arc the Arcana check, like what the Arcana. Um, I think the question is really is like what, and I, I guess I don't quite know how to phrase this in game terms, but like what is the reality bending magic, right? Like what what kind of magic? Like is this uniquely something for the Jin, or is this like a a school of magic is it does it come from right like like how what what kind of force is at work here yeah like is this an insanely powerful wish spell type thing or 
Uh, yes, this is essentially a ritually prepared wish uh, that was able to override the guild pact. Uh, essentially by... Uh, if you can imagine a tree that has gone all the way back to the seed and you've just changed how it's planted and that tree has re-sprouted uh, within like the same confines and everything, that is what it has done. You can theoretically try and change branches, but it's hard to tell how things will end up. Uh, Urza, you rolled a 17 on your insight to read him and he doesn't seem like he is lying it seems like he may be holding back the truth mm. just because you choose not to you, you neglect to give all the facts doesn't mean you're not lying. <laughs> mm -hmm. Withholding information is still a form of lying. <laughs> okay. There, I don't know. I feel like there's something else that can be done here. Uh, I think... And he's just being... He doesn't want to trust us to make those decisions. Safe is going to look at him and ask that I understand that it is difficult to trust your freedom and way of life in the hands of strangers um, but what you have now did come at least partially through our actions is is there something that we can do to earn your trust belief in us if we go back that we will not or would not go back on our pledge He pauses for a second. You tell the truth, and what we have built here has been made by you trusting a lie. That's how things got messed up in the first place, because we were lied to. <sighs> The three of you have come willing to risk everything for your happiness. I have it's you beyond grown. just our happiness. It's 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 about our basic dignity as as people. We don't want to take away yours. You shouldn't take away ours. I have lived for centuries. I have seen people who have used the ability to gain anything and squandered it, destroyed who they are, and regretted it. You have been forced into a situation through machinations, deceit, and are willing to return. I have spent the past several hundred years along with my people in servitude. If I send you back now on the promise that you can make things better, 
this is a heavy weight. But I see this situation has put all of you into weights. Into a heavy situation. Returning things, the only ones who will remember this world as it became are the ones here now. Your friend Risk will not know what has been lost. Only the four of us in this room will know what has transpired. I... I wish to make a new pact between the four of us. Treating you as equals and individuals who deserve a hand in your own fate. I will both empower you and grant your wish that what has been made to create this world shall be undone. But you shall be bound to work to bring my people their freedom. Sefe's gonna look at Urza and uh, Arifin, and she's gonna nod. This, I think this pact will serve us all well. Serve to provide the trust and the unity that will be needed. This, as we all know, is not going to be easy to confront and change the guilt pact. Advancement's never easy. I've already resigned myself to your cause, and I promise I will do everything in my power to fight for your people's freedom. As my previous life, that's what I've done. Me and my lady, we worked to gain people's freedom from the church. We will bought as much debt as we can, just so people can have some semblance of life. And everybody deserves that. I devoted my entire life before this to balance. It's the core defining principle of, of my entire existence. There is no way that I would stand by and allow you to continue being a slave. And we are bound together. And the room starts to break away. He vanishes, and the three of you all wake up back a bit stronger than before. Uh, you all end up with two levels of warlock heading towards that uh, Jin pact, but that that doesn't really matter as much as the choice that you made and the arguments that you had. I mean, sometimes I think that needs to be equally focused on in these sorts of things. And I think time goes by with uh, the world. It's not necessarily an easy fight. For one thing, knowledge about the Jin is very limited. Exposure to them is very limited. And I think slowly but surely, awareness starts to rise amongst people because there is a connectivity between those who are oppressed who when they find out about oppression happening to others, they can empathize, they can understand, and they can band together. And so I, I, I think it doesn't 
come instantly. It doesn't come easily. But when the guild pact is broken and a new one is made, there is enough interest that somewhere in like one of those small lines, it's just like, hey, let's not be shitty to Jin. And I mean, with that, people are freed and lives get to some sort of resemblance as much as they can when you start having uh, apocalyptic scenarios and multiverse traveling dragons handling things. But on, on a level, that is a happy ending and a mission accomplished through trust truth and uh, equality and belief yeah and equality I immediately have this kind of headcanon of each of the three basically serving as a bridge between their current guilds and their alternate guild yeah um Kind of their experiences allowing them to reach out and connect uh, in order to, you know, raise that awareness and reach out, especially, you know, canonically, the talking about oppressed peoples and the Golgari face a lot of that um, within the guild structure. Mm-hmm. And SFA's newfound familiarity with the um was it undercity i can't remember what it's called uh, yeah and like the rot farms and everything yeah um, and yeah and having the the cover of going out and being a slesnian evangelist you know, people don't yeah. think a lot about her walking out and amongst the spore farmers and whatnot the people where the sun don't shine Exactly. Oh, ours is no. It uh, is definitely well aware of indentured servitude, and I think during this time, she would use her platform within her angels' service to spread the word that you know. There is a whole populace, whole race of beings that have been enslaved because higher ups fear their power and what they can do. And I think, like I've, like she's said many times before, that this is a cause that kind of hits pretty close to her because her own freedom was bought by her lady. She would have never had it. She, she she definitely firmly believes everybody has the right to it. And like, that... I, I would think that her congregation, once she's implanted that idea into them, they would spread the word out on the streets. Well, and if I remember, there's like a point where the uh, Ozebedot uh, like the head of yeah the council gets killed and I I think that is probably the best chance for that progress that happens. Ooh yeah, there's a because it's um Kaya right who does mm-hmm. it so um... yeah the the pretty much the whole ghost council gets killed. Yep. Yeah. The obsidian, but it's the ghost council. They're the same thing. Yeah. And uh, like we also, after this sort of point, you do have the uh, semic change to more of a philosophical entity, which is something that Arafine was actively pushing for. Yeah, I think that. Uh... I think that change is all the more meaningful if it's hard fought. 
Mm-hmm. And I, I, I do think in a way there is that point where Arafine's wish is granted in its most pure form, not through magic, but through the work that they do, where they are given a like prime speaking spot, kind of like espousing some of this philosophy of egalitarianism in a way and kind of transcend uh transcended and uh kind of transcending the body without changing the body. And uh yeah, I, I I feel like it's something where the characters don't necessarily meet their end or even like hit an end that needs to be hard defined. Cause I mean that's life and death uh, doesn't need to be defined for every character, does not need to be defined for every story. And I think somewhere uh, out there with the uh, Rakdos, we just like yeah. cut to uh, Risk on the stage giving a uh, bow and the uh, three of y'all are just kind of scattered in the audience and applauding as... Oh, yes. Urza would definitely still every now and then kind of peek in just even if he doesn't remember she remembers like she would try to at least check in on him and go to his plays and Esefe is there but she really struggles with not uh, pelting him with produce She's like, I think Urza would almost be like a stage mom, no matter how bad he is. She would still cheer for him. <laughs> oh, no, he's good. I mean, he, he uh, Risk survived the gauntlet of his uh, or their uh, co-star slash understudy actively trying to poison them. So. It came out on top. Yes, uh, through some very good roles in a way that completely defanged that entire plot line. Yeah. As it should be, because that's just how he is. Yep, that's how. They are. I apologize. (laughs) All right. Well, I think that's kind of the uh, good ending point that we have. Uh, Thank you all for listening, especially if you have made it this far, which. If you've listened to this and, or if you've made it this far but didn't listen, that's fascinating. Please tell me about your chronomancy. But uh, that is the end of the established property Playhouse Ravnica. We're going to go and do those credits one more time. And thank you again for listening. Listening to Established Property Playhouse Ravnica. I am your game master, Luke. I uh, use he, him, sometimes they, them. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at, at Coltreg, that's K O L T R E G. And you can find my other podcast projects at Luke L U K E H E R R dot com, which includes uh Domance Dawn, my weird Simpsons and One Piece mashup podcast. Exiled, my long-running uh, Marvel fanfic podcast. RPG Pals Club, another actual play that I run. And much more along with comics work and various things that I have written. 
And then, uh, Alvaro, would you like to go next? Uh, sure. Um, I, uh, hi, my name's Alvaro Lopez Moreno. Um, I do surreal algorithm art and industrial rap metal as worm uh in in the project Wormtooth. uh if you uh want to go you can find it at wormtooth.net or follow me on underscore Wormtooth on instagram or twitter underscore Wormtooth on twitter as well um and that's i mean that's really kind of about it i also have like a couple other music projects uh you can check out i guess coca-cola scarface which you can find on spotify and um the Bad Twins, which you can find also on Spotify. Uh, Nola. Uh, hi, I'm Nola Thau. You can find me uh, running the show over at Women Write About Comics. Um, I also write for Comics XF, and you can find me on basically all social media at Nola Thau. Uh, that's N-O-L-A-P-F-A-U. And do not try to explain comics to me. Uh, Clavy. Yeah. Um, hi, friends. Uh, I'm Clavy. You can find me playing Magic the Gathering and tabletop games on the internet. Uh, you can find me playing Magic uh, on a lot of streams in the community, but also on a channel that I co-host with friends. It's twitch.tv uh, CNC Power Hour. And you can also find me playing uh, a D&D campaign uh, with the Venture Maidens. Uh, that's twitch.tv the Venture Maidens. Uh, and yeah, you can find me anywhere online at mtg underscore clavy. And Liz. Hello, everyone. I'm Elizabeth. I don't really have much of an online presence, but I love video games and I love D&D. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at birdie underscore cuckoo. That's B-I-R-D-I-E underscore K-U-K-U. Uh, you have been listening to Established Property Playhouse Ravnica. Our theme music uh, is by People Need Goals, which you can find on Twitter at, at People Need Goals. And our uh, cover art was by uh, Re. Uh, you can find on Twitter at, at Re Dan. E E L O L I V A R uh readolivar.com and uh yeah make sure to check out the other shows that we have done for established property playhouse with me as the GM and different crews you've reached the final episode keep an eye out in case we do a follow up Q&A and above all Thank you for listening. Check out more of our work at establishedpropertyplayhouse.com or on Twitter at estproplayhouse. And remember, there is no 10th guild.